Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about drugs. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about me. Let's talk about us. Let's talk about we. Let's talk about you, let's talk about me, let's talk about us, let's talk about we, let's talk about wealth, let's talk about greed, let's talk being broke, living in poverty, let's talk about black, let's talk about white, let's talk about how we still fight for our rights, let's talk government, sex schemes and drugs, and let's talk about God, let's talk about love, let's discuss our feelings. Hey y'all, welcome to Blessed to Be Us. I'm your cousin in Christ, Wantra Levette, and this is Bougie Bible Study. If you are new here, I'd like to welcome you to the best Bible study class that you will ever come across. And if you are not new here, then you already know how we get down over here at Bougie Bible Studies as we dive into a chapter a week and get the backstory, the inside story of what took place in the Bible. You do not have to be a Christian to follow along the Bible stories. You can be a part of any religion that you choose. This is not a religion podcast. Even though we read the Bible, it is spiritually guided by the Holy Spirit to find out the good works of our Lord and how it still applies to our lives today because the Bible is the way, the truth, and the life for us to succeed in life. And it also give us pointers and guidance on how to be and what to do. It is so vital and important for me to dive into the Bible to understand the stories that still make my life what it is today, that still applies to me today. So again, if you are new here, welcome one, welcome all. You can grab your Bible, any Bible that you choose to read out of, and you can just simply follow along. I simply ask the Holy Spirit to guide each and every one of us individually and to give us an insight on what we should take from today's class. Quite a journey, and we still have a long way to go. So without further ado, we are in chapter Romans, chapter 7, and today's title is Struggle with Sin. Again, you can read out of any version you choose to read out of. I choose to read out of the NIV version. That's my choice. Just gives me a better understanding on what I'm reading. And I also ask God if he can also um, allow some things to resonate with me that will apply to me and that I should take on and maybe study or go deeper into just understanding. It's not easy understanding the Bible. And I know for us on this journey at Blessed to BS, we have been jumping through chapters and chapters. But if you have been with us or if you are new here, you can simply just go click on the first episode, the first class, and you can just follow along with us and just see how we have journeyed through the Bible and found out all these things that took place in the ancient times that still be talked about today, that still preached about today, and that still is essential for our lives to utilize today. And so without further ado, I'm not going to keep yapping my mouth. I'm going to proceed and let's go. Grab your Bible. We are in Romans chapter 7 and we are going to start off at verse 1. So if you are ready, I'm ready too. Let's go. Released from the law bound to Christ. Do you not know brothers and sisters for I am speaking to those who know the law that the law has authority over someone only as long as that person lives. For example, by law a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive. 
But if her husband dies, she is released from the law that binds her to him. So then if she has sexual relations with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So, my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realms of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us, so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we have been released from the law so that we serve in the new way of the spirit and not in the old way of the written code, the law and sin. Verse 7. What shall we say then? Is the law sinful? Certainly not. Nevertheless, I would not have known what sin was had it not been for the law. For I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of coveting. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Once I was alive, apart from the law, but when the commandment came, sin sprang to life and I died. I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. For sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, deceived me, and through the commandment, put me to death. So then, the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. Did that which is good then become death to me? By no means. Nevertheless, in order that sin might be recognized as sin, it is used what is good to bring about my death so that through the commandment sin might become utterly sinful. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do, for what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate to do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So, I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subjected to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. And that is the end of chapter 7. So boom, let's break it down. When we left off, 
we basically left off um, Romans chapter 3. And it basically gave us an idea of how faithful God was. And basically, no matter what you do, how you do it, whether Gentile or Jew, Jew, sorry, I'll be saying Jew, whether Gentile or Jewish, God was faithful to all, you know, and it didn't matter if he came and delivered the word to the Jewish. So now in chapter seven, we see that he's basically proclaiming that here he is bound to his sinful nature. And in order to not be bound from his sinful nature, he must accept what Jesus Christ has did for us, which has died for our sins. So as I'm reading, if I can just ask God, what can I take from this? What can I take from this? And not even just started in the beginning. He's basically saying, I'm speaking to those who know the law. So the law is written. It's already made known. Basically, like in our times today, we have a law written down. Don't do this. You should do that. You should do this. You should not do that. But in the ideal of those laws, we are identifying our sins and our sinful nature ends up coming into play based off of us following the law. So we can either break the law or we can either follow the law. But however it is, the law identifies our sin within us. But Jesus Christ came and died for our sins. So now there is a battle between our sinful nature and the law, right? So we have the law of God and we have the law of the world. And we naturally have our sinful nature that's battling with trying to do right. We're trying to make ourselves aware of what laws to follow and what laws not to follow. And it's so funny because as I'm reading and I understand some things I still have not gotten to, but some things I have. And basically when he broke it down, so if you get married, you are bound to your husband or your wife by law because you took those vows, you made that arrangement, you made that agreement, and you guys made those vows by law to be committed to each other, to stay faithful to each other, to do a partnership with each other. Now, if you go and cheat on your husband or your wife while being in that committed law marriage, you are basically committing your sin. You are harming your wife or your husband. You are breaking the covenant of your marriage. You are destroying this foundation that you have created. When you are divorced, you are released from that commitment, that law, that bound. You are released from it. So you are no longer living in a sinful nature if you choose to be with someone else. For us, when we identify ourselves, our God instructs us to do something he tells us to do something and i'm gonna give myself an example so if he say Wantrell, i want you to study my word and there are some things that i'm going to pin out to you as you study my word and those things i want you to correct in yourself if i make that commitment and say okay lord i'm going to study your word i'm going to focus on the things that i need to do and i'm going to fix these things so that i'm no longer committing the sin in my sinful nature because jesus already died for me for that i'm going to do the opposite and i choose not to do it i am breaking the law the covenant that i have with god if i choose not to do that if i am not given those instructions if I have not heard that saying and God has not spoke to me and said oh you you don't need to do any of this I, I didn't get any of this information then I am released from the law that 
was given to me. And what the law happens to do, it is, it identify us with our sin. It either lets us know if we are committing a sin or it lets us know if we're not. And for a lot of times, I've been battling with myself or I've seen people battle with this nature of just being sinful. Like, we're, we're not going to escape that at all. There's no escaping committing sins. We are bound to the nature of sin. This is something that is implanted into the human nature. You're going to sin no matter who you are. I don't care how you're preaching. I don't care if you're rocking a nun outfit. I don't care if you think that you're the most holiest of the holiest of the holiest. You're going to commit some type of sin. And what that does is it just identify that you are still human. We're not supposed to dwell. We're not supposed to dwell into our sins. We're not supposed to dwell into our sinful nature. So it says, for I have desire to do what I want to do, but yet I still don't do it. How many of us have that desire to do the right thing, but yet our sinful nature steps in and we turn out not to do the right thing? All the time, I have a habit of nature. There's some things that I say, I'm not going to do that anymore. Like maybe tell some white lies. I'm not going to do that anymore. Next thing you know, I'm telling a few white lies. And it's not by accident or it's not on purpose or anything. It's just the nature of what the human mind is already set up to do. And so it's so funny to read this passage and say, I have the desire to do the right thing, but yet I don't do it. That's like people trying to become millionaires or save money. Like you have this idea and this concept like, okay, if I could save this, if I can do this with this money if I could put it here I will be here in the next long run but then the nature of ourselves and the nature of humanity steps in and next thing you know we looking up and we're not focused and we're not sticking to our game plan is because we are already bound by the sinful nature of what's already happening around us and all over us so it's very hard that who can save us from being so wretched like we are all wretched and it said it in this chapter you know a wretched man like me who who's gonna save me who can who will rescue me from this body is subject to death and to god be the glory we already have been saved our sins already been covered by the blood of jesus even though we're going to commit them time after time after time and that's something that i have been battling with i have been asking myself or just battling myself with being my authentic self worried that if I'm committing the sin or if I'm not being righteous in God's eyes and God is constantly reminding me to like girl do you like be you like I've already set up a plan for you I've already did things for you you just haven't gotten there and you haven't gotten there is because you're so afraid of thinking you know what what you look like or what your sins look like to me but you already know like I already sent my son down there and died for your sins so you're gonna commit these sins but your sins are already forgiven your sins are already been given to me so so I know you're going to commit them, Wantrell. Just do you. Continue to identify with yourself that you know you are committing something that shouldn't be done. And just change it. Look to me. Ask for guidance. Ask for change. Ask for assurance. Ask for anything that you need from me because I've already given it to you. 
just read in chapter 7 the the law is at work in all of us no one is excluded from the law being at work it's in me it's my mom my brothers you your family everybody the law is already at work in us and we live in a society that's that a law has been created all around us we see how the laws of poverty how the laws of our finance how the laws of credit how the laws of everything is just surrounding us and we battle with are we committing sins? Are, is our sins being exposed? Or if you even identifying your sins to change? How do we do that? I think that in order to do that, we should just trust that there is a higher power guiding us, already have a plan for us. And in order for you to get there, you should get in relationship with the higher power. And I'm seriously, I can't tell you how to get in relationship with the higher power. I can't tell you how how to identify your God, your Jesus, your Allah, your Shalom. I cannot tell you how to identify the thing that you praise. But there is a higher power above all of, all of us, above this world, you know, above science, above everything that we should look to. And I'm not the one to try to tell you how to look to your God. Because as you can see, I'm reading the Bible. I'm trying to understand. And a lot of people have a defense on the Bible. They have their opinions about it or whatever the case may be. I don't care. I'm reading the Bible simply so that I could learn about God, all of the stories that took place in the times that's still being talked about today. So being bound to my sinful nature, released from the law and bound to Christ is the mission that I'm on. I'm on that mission. I'm on the mission to be released from the law of the world, the law of people, the law of society. And I'm looking to be bound to Christ, putting my trust into Christ, my hope into Christ, my future into Christ, even my present day into Christ. It's to just trust him wholeheartedly. I trust her wholeheartedly because I'm clueless out here when it comes to certain things. And it's just like in this passage, when I have the mind that my sinful nature steps in when I want to do the right thing and I end up not doing the right thing because my sinful nature steps in and it causes me not to do the right thing even though I want to do the right thing and I know I'm not the only one who live like that I'm not the only one who go through that I'm not the only one who deal like that a lot of us deal that with certain people certain things when you don't want to talk to somebody no more you can maybe be in a bad relationship and you can be like I'm never going to speak to this person again and next thing you know you talking to this person again and they hurt you again and it's like we be wanting to do the right thing but it's so natural of our sinful nature to just go against (laughs) what we should do and thank God thank Jesus that we can go to him and who delivers us like I go to Jesus to be delivered every day because I know I'm sinning like every day. So I go to him to be delivered every day. Deliver me from my sins because I'm going to commit them. And Jesus knows that I'm going to commit them. Your God knows that you're going to commit them sins. And what a great God we have in Jesus that deliver us from anything that's not like him. I really do appreciate that. That That's rewarding for me. It's heartfelt for me. That was today's class, you guys, Romans chapter 7. You know, we are all bound to our sinful nature, but let's be bound to Jesus Christ. Let's be bound to the Lord who saves us 
from our sinful nature. You know, let's take it up a notch. Let's say today, I probably didn't believe yesterday, but today I'm going to give it a shot and I'm going to believe that there is something in store for me. That God did not just allow me to be born for nothing. I'm going to take that on a whim and I'm just going to believe that today. And if that's you, I really want you to just believe that because God definitely has a purpose for you. He has a purpose for all of us. We just have to get with him and understand that we're going to commit sin. That's natural. But he's not judging us on that. He already gave us a savior to deliver us from our sin. So all we have to do is keep our faith and stay on the good narrow path with God as he continues to enlighten us day in and day out. And this message can go for anybody. So go ahead and send this to anybody that you feel may benefit from it. You can click any link below and follow the stories that we have already placed before this story. And you can also check us out on all social media platforms because we are everywhere. Go ahead and simply search Blessed to BS our bougie bible studies and hopefully my podcast will pop up Uh, but until next time you guys i am your cousin in christ i really do love you guys for even just listening even if it's just one person i really appreciate that because this message is definitely for you we all are bound to our sinful nature we all have the desires to do the right thing and still somehow we end up doing the wrong thing so don't feel bad i'm like that too (laughs) until next time you guys i will talk to you bye